Thanks for joining us here for another episode of the Divergence Podcast, and happy holidays to all of our listeners here. We're your host here, Ketty, and... It's me. And you know, a very festive time around this year. Uh, this is the Christmas episode, because this will premiere during the week of Christmas, just so you all know. So, happy holidays to all you guys, and thanks for listening to us. Really much appreciated. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy whatever you got. <laughs> Hopefully, if Carly is listening, especially to you, uh, happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we got... A lot of good stuff for you here today. Topics that I'm very excited to talk about. Uh, do you want to start us off here, B? Oh, with our uh, what we're watching right now? Yeah. So, a bit of a teaser for our first topic of the day, but uh, I decided to watch some of the stuff that uh, Studio MAPPA is uh, getting their hands on for their next upcoming seasons. Uh, I started watching Vinland Saga, which is like the show Vikings, but anime. Wow. It's pretty cool. It's uh, mostly action-y, and I haven't gotten too far into it so far, but... I can it's, see it being entertaining for a while. How, how many episodes are you in? I'm only like four episodes in. Oh, okay. Is there any honestly, not a lot has happened, but... Okay. Is it more like historical kind of anime, or is there like a mystical kind of like... No, it's it's supposed to be pretty historically based, so... Ah, so it's kind of grounded for anime? Yeah. Interesting. But like, it's Viking, so it's also brutal as fuck, so... Right, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, the, na- the name does sound familiar. I feel like I've seen it before, but I just never hopped into it myself. Yeah, it's cool. It kind of flew under the radar for me, but then when I got the Studio Mappa news, I was like, well, might as well check out their other stuff then. No, yeah. I mean, I definitely have some new stuff to share, but it's more Christmas related because I've, I have been watching Christmas movies so far for all what, of December. Uh, what have you been diving into? Uh, I was going to save that for when we talk about our Christmas movie topic. Fair enough. Uh, our first topic of news here today is that Studio Mappa here is taking over the anime industry. And what, what did they just recently acquire? What, season three of One Punch Man? These poor fucking animators. They have season yeah <laughs> yeah they got season three of uh, One Punch Man, uh, and just a few things they're working on right now is Jujutsu Kaisen season two, Oof. Attack on Titan season four part three, which also I don't understand how they're breaking down they're, this last season. They they really is trying to stretch it out as much as possible. It's the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard of, and this is why I don't watch the show. Hell's Paradise, Alice Infusion or Alice Illusion Factory, the movie. Uh, they got Chainsaw Man, actually, uh, which is... That's airing right now? Yeah, which is really good. I am I just caught up to the current episode, too, Nice, today. nice. And yeah, Vinland Saga Season 2 and uh, One Punch Man. Jesus, these poor animated. And probably they also have some movies lined up in, in between all this, too, yeah, I, exactly. I imagine. So, yeah, that, that's crazy. <clears throat> and I don't know how many people it takes to work on any particular show, but the studio only has, like, a, like a couple hundred people. I think it's like 150 or something like that. Oh. And to be working on this many shows concurrently is absolutely insane. Yeah, that, that's pretty ridiculous. I really hope that, I mean, it sucks for fans, but I feel like they have to really space out the seasons of these shows in order to like have time to animate it properly. Otherwise, you're going to be facing with, like, what is it? Uh, who had the latest fiasco? I think, like, in early, st- I mean, toy animation before, they were pretty horrendous. Yeah. But, like, even now recently, like, they've been upping their game, man. Because if you've seen One Piece lately, they're just like on a whole other level now. Yeah, they really stepped up their animation. Yeah, dude. I And all of these shows are like very stylized and like hyper animated and really dynamic. So it's like, I don't know how they're going to keep up that pace for yeah. if they're going to keep going with these shows. And I, I really have to imagine they have to space these out because Jujutsu Kaisen came out like a year and a half ago. And now season two is coming out until next year. So there's, I feel like there's definitely some spacing in between here. And I mean, One Punch Man season three, I'm sure it's not going to be out for another while because season two ended not... A while ago, I feel. Yeah, maybe like a year ago or something at this point. The whole panorama pretty much screwed up my whole sense of time. I don't know what days or years or months <laughs> are anymore at this point. Aside from that, yeah, it's, I don't know, like, I feel like animators definitely need a break, and I hope they, I don't know, get get a pay raise or something, you know, because, like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's very... It's a very tough industry, that's for sure. Yeah. It's not easy. But I mean, like, they're very respected in their industry, but also... I mean, yeah, they're more respected overseas I than d- they are. Don't, I don't yeah. want them to burn out and die. No, yeah, definitely not. I mean, it's it's hard work. I mean, I really hope these... I mean, they're definitely delivering quality product because I think they're they're the studio to beat right now, currently. Oh, for sure. Because I don't, I don't know who else is doing it just like they are. I mean, at first, I thought Studio Bones was doing pretty well with My Hero Academia, but I feel like because their team is taking on so much that... It's not the same anymore. Yeah, I don't oh. know. I've kind of fell off of my hero. I never, I didn't get around to watching the movie, so I just, yeah. Ooh, the movies are great. I like the movies. I saw the first one or two, but the most recent one, World's Mission. I, I liked I, it. It was good. I haven't gotten to that. I don't even know where to watch it at this point. If I don't see them with you right away, I don't see them. That's <laughs> kind of what I accepted. Either way, it's okay. It's just ridiculous. Like, damn, Studio Mappa. Who knows what else they're overtake? I mean. 
trying to who, now I'm trying to remember who animates Blue Lock, but I can't remember right now. I have no idea. I, I don't know to, the studios that well. Yeah, I had to think about that. I mean, I just never really paid attention to it. So, because World Cup fever, Blue Lock. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. My as we're speaking, my landlord just texted me that Morocco is doing an amazing job, and I'm like, okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks, buddy. I guess we'll we'll take a pause here to update here on our probably our last world, not our last, but yeah. We're in the semifinals now for the World Cup here uh, today. Earlier today, Argentina defeated Croatia 3-0 with a phenomenal display from the GOAT. Yeah, pretty, pretty convincing win from what I could see. Yeah, it's night and day. Like, I don't know, like from previous World Cup where he had very little influence to now this World Cup where it's just like he definitely has a chip on his shoulder. So he's definitely showing it. And it's just... Well, if he's going to go out, he wants to go out on top for sure. Yeah, and I, I really hope he does. It, it was such a pleasure to watch him play today ridiculous i mean hats off to croatia because they played their hearts out they left it all on the field but it's just it's it's hard to top when you're facing up one of the greatest players in the world if not the greatest player in the world brief interjection blue lock is animated by 8-bit studio <laughs> i thought it was like some smaller studio than like really small but they're doing a phenomenal job over there too yeah they only so. have 68 employees holy fuck yeah so oh, that's probably why they're bastards. not <laughs> i mean their animation is top tier though so all six, eight of those animators are giving it their all. <laughs> Quality, not quantity, right, folks? Definitely is. It definitely is. But we'll see who Argentina faces off in the final against this Sunday. So uh, looks like Morocco. Oh wait, no, they got to play. They no, they got to play France tomorrow. Oof. I I don't like Morocco's chances against France. Mbappe is just ridiculous. I mean, that's definitely true. But we we have seen them overcome so much so far. So true. They've been killing it the entire World Cup. But we'll see what happens, folks. And then next week, we'll know the winner of the World Cup. And yeah. World Cup fever will have ended and return again in four years. Everyone's fever will break and we return to the world. Yeah. But next time World Cup fever comes, it's going to be here at home in the USA. Huh. Yeah. So gear up for that, folks. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I feel like that'll be fun. Do they know where they're going to play? Yeah, they they already announced this city. It's going to be spanning across Mexico, USA, and Canada. Oh, okay. So, full North American tour. Yeah, full North American Good tour. Good for them. I mean, a majority of the games do take place in the USA, though, so. Huh. Suck it, other two. I mean, like, I feel like even Mexico knows that they'll make hell of a more money marketing their games here in the U.S. than they would in Mexico, so. Which is outrageous to me. Yeah, it really is, but it, I don't know. I mean, they'd rather have dollars than pesos, so. <laughs> All right. I guess. But anyways, to move on to our next topic over here is Wonder Woman 3 has been canceled over at DC. Many thought Wonder Woman would be one of the pillars of DC moving forward, so I'm wondering if this is a move from James Gunn or DC as a whole. And is Gal Gadot going to be replaced as Wonder Woman or just continue into this new universe? Are we going to get a full reboot coming now? Either way, I do trust James Gunn because he is his peace, his Peacemaker show. Ah, can't talk. His Peacemaker show was pretty great. Um, yeah, I didn't see 1984. The I, didn't, I didn't see it either. People told me it was bad, so I'm like, okay. Maybe, I don't think um, a lot of people saw it, so I don't know how much that had to do with James Gunn or how much that movie just tanked. <clears throat> I mean, the first one was good. Yeah, the first one was pretty good. I but not it. nearly as amazing as everyone was hyping it up to be. It just was the best DC movie they'd made in a while, especially, especially in that like current universe run. So, I mean, I was hyped after watching it, so. I, it, was, it was good, but... I, I don't think it was as transcendent as people made it seem. But, yeah, it looks like a lot of other shows got the... Or a lot of other movies and projects got the X. Um, I, I I don't see how they're going to move forward with Gal Gadot, though, if they're already planning on reworking Jason Momoa from Aquaman to Lobo. Oh, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. It's just something that I feel like... I, I've, you're not the only person who said it to me before, though. I think that's something they're like considering. I mean, I've I've thought that before that he would make a better Lobo than Aquaman. But I mean, he when he when he showed up as Aquaman, I was like, I loved his Aquaman. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, but yeah. So if if he's not even gonna stick around as Aquaman, you don't have Henry Cavill sticking around as Superman. Lately. I mean, we don't even know that yet. Uh, I do I do know that like later in the week, or I guess this week actually, James Gunn tweeted that not everything that has been reported is accurate. Some of it is, some of it isn't. But like that, he'll. Know. I think this week they're presenting their plans. They're going to probably make a big announcement pretty soon sometime. I hope they do because one of the things that was on the chopping block is the Batman movie with Michael Keaton that was 
basically soft confirmed to be a uh, Batman Beyond movie. Oh yeah, uh, there's definitely big changes coming to DC as the Gun and Tefras are due to. Like I said, they're making the presentation this week, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I'm curious. This could be huge for them. Yeah, I mean, I I think people are seeing are saying also that Aquaman two is gonna be Momoa's like swan song. So we'll see. I mean, I I would hate to see it because I do enjoy his Aquaman. It's different from the comic book version. Funny, but get a three movie swan song. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? And even worse, like I feel bad for Henry Cavill because he just left uh, the Witcher series and now he, to become coming back as Superman. And now yeah. we're not even so sure that he's going to be coming back as Superman. But I feel like James Gunn would definitely bring him back as Superman because that's yeah. I think he respected the work and like yeah. And, that, and it's like I feel like Henry Cavill just has a really had his chance to be Superman because with Zack Snyder, his first movie, he's just, yeah, he's just there. He was saddled with some pretty lousy scripts, if you ask me. So I, I mean, he's charismatic. He's awesome. I love him yeah. as Geralt of Rivia. So like you, if you take that personality and put it into an actual like iconic character like Superman and really give him the like room to play with it, I think it'd be awesome. But whether or not he's going to get another chance is still up in, up in the air. Yeah, definitely. And even more surprising, despite I think what I guess what we thought was a financial success is not. It was no Black Adam sequel because I guess it didn't make as much money as it was reported. I heard somewhere today that um, they think that The Rock's like PR team leaked like false numbers to whatever media source was reporting on it to make it seem like it was a bigger success than it was. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by that. She's <clears throat> Fight's over, son. That seems weirdly nefarious for him to do, but also... Like, I mean, I wouldn't say The Rock is personally involved in that, but I feel like his PR team would definitely like try to do that to boost numbers. His little pebbles? Yeah, little pebbles. The pebbles. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. It didn't look particularly interesting to me, but like, it could be fine. See, I wanted to go see it, but I just didn't find the time to. Yeah, see, that's the thing. is like, We used to go out of our way to get these tickets to go to these movies... And now it's just like, eh, if I end up finding my way there, I will. Like, they just don't have the same draw that they used to. It's so saturated. In Maybe. I mean, for me, it's just that because I work the overnight shift now. So it's True. Like, Your life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the day shift again. So, yeah, I feel like once I move back to day shift, I'll definitely be able to see movies on a regular. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Nothing, like, interests me anymore. I mean, I, 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 mean, I still go out and on my way to watch a movie here or there. But I feel because I'm on the night shift, it's not as easy anymore. So I even had to like suspend my uh, AMC account temporarily because oh. I'm just like I'm not getting the full advantage of it. So that had to be a hard hard thing to do. It really was. <laughs> I think it's gotten us through a lot of five dollar Tuesday ticket nights. <laughs> it definitely has. But yeah, I mean, I'm still not that I'm surprised that Black Adam is not getting a sequel. But it's just like I just didn't understand how they didn't bring in Shazam or any of the other like his other. I foes think, into this like i understand why they were going with the justice society because that's who, where he was part of the team for a while in the comics mm-hmm. but it's not even allude to like the other hero who has the exact same power set as he does was just like kind of baffling for me i mean they probably just wanted to set him up as his own character like apart from shazam so that way their clash is like I don't know. actually more impactful i don't know i feel like this movie should have set up his clash for the coming sequel which was shazam fury of the gods yeah that would have been much better, like, you know, kind of like continuation. But I don't know. I guess I don't know why they wanted to set him apart. And hey, we're not in charge of the writing. And honestly, whoever was in charge of the writing probably won't be anymore. So we'll see what this new direction takes us. Yeah, I mean, I'm also kind of worried because I'm not sure how this affects the status of the Batman, too. I don't know if you have you seen the Batman yet. Not uh, yet. I, I have not. <laughs> I, I was going to watch it the other day and I completely forgot. I watched Arrival instead, which was actually awesome. With Amy Adams? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's a, not a bad movie. That's a good one. But, um, yeah, no, I haven't watched it. Is it true, or was this just a fan art image I saw that Batman 2 is supposed to be a Heart of Ice story? I don't know yet. They I, they haven't announced any details of it yet. But, I mean, it'd be pretty crazy and okay. like amazing if they did a Heart of Ice kind of storyline. I definitely think it's time to redeem the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze. There's nothing to be redeemed. That was a flawless <laughs> performance. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, nice and to meet you. Oh enhance God, that performance. So bad. But yeah, I don't know if this is going to be like a full-on reboot and if like the Batman is going to be the first movie in this new DC universe or if that's just going to be like its own separate thing. Not that I'm against it. If, if it wants to be, if they want to have a separate Batman universe and like have their own core DC universe, it's fine with me. Whatever works. Yeah, because like, 
they've even said that the Joker and Batman are completely separate. Yeah. So I, mean, I wasn't even that big of a fan of the Joker movie. It was just like, well, whatever. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I could, I could definitely see them using that as a launching point. Uh, but would they stick with, what's his pretty boy name? Robert Pattinson. That's the one. Pattinson. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. I mean, do you see them sticking with him forward if they do make more out of this? I, or I, I feel like they would. I feel like he still he made a terrific Batman in that movie. I mean, I wasn't fully convinced because I was still on the edge. But then I've seen other some of his other works in movies, and I'm just like, damn. This is like He's a great actor. I, I do enjoy great. him. He just, again, was unfortunately involved in the cheesiest movie trilogy of all time. But uh, but other than that, he... he is a good performer. I like watching him do stuff. Yeah. So like when he when he got to be the role of the Batman, he he definitely showed that he he's got the chops for it. And I'm just like, damn, respects. Especially because he portrayed probably one of the one of the best Batmans on screen ever. Because it's like detec- it was Detective Batman. So it's just like, ooh, I've been waiting to see that for so long on the screen. I was just like, true. Well, that's the thing is like putting that version of Batman into this move into like the universe with all these gods. Because that's what's hard to do with Batman is make him stand up, like shoulder to shoulder with all these like aliens and monsters and gods. Like, it's hard to do. So it's hard to use that. I think it would be hard to use that version of Batman in the universe going forward. I don't think so because if you think about it, the DC cartoons, Justice League, they that's exactly the same Batman that we got. Yes and no, I would say. Because he went out of his way to investigate, he still. Stuck with his, like, I guess, traditions of, like, investigating, doing the hard work, detective, and then bringing up the evidence. And then once 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 he needed a little bit of muscle, that's when he leaned into his Justice League friends. So yeah. Point the gun and shoot, I guess. Yeah, basically. So I think it definitely can work, and I hope that is the direction I, that they go for. I, I'd but. have to see the movie before I can really speak on it, but I just... That, that's your homework assignment. The, the, okay, my homework assignment for next week. But, um, yeah, just the, the way you're describing it as Detective Batman specifically is, like, it's kind of hard to picture that guy going up with, especially now that Lobo's in talks, but potentially, like, that's a fucking intergalactic bounty hunter. Like, it's just hard to picture for me right now, but, hey, that's why other people get paid a lot more money to make these things up than I do. Yeah, they definitely will. I think I, I can see it happening, especially with if Lobo is introduced like as a villain, it's it's probably going to be like his hired muscle for some other bad guy because that's what he is. He's a bounty hunter. Yeah, he's he's never the main threat. No, but I guess the other sad news that you mentioned earlier was that the Mike the canceled Michael Keaton Batman film was going to be Batman Beyond, and that's a movie that you and I have long discussed and even put together at one point. Oh yeah, Logan Lerman is Terry McGinnis, hundred oh, yeah. percent. He still looks like he could pull it off too. I saw some pictures of him recently. Yeah, he, def- he definitely can pull it off. And we even said that Michael Keaton or even Kevin Conroy couldn't come back as Batman. But, yeah. you know, RIP Kevin Conroy. Not anymore. So it definitely has, it could be Michael Keaton. Yeah, and I think they said they had uh, Michelle Pfeiffer attached to come back as uh, Catwoman for that too. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be like Bruce's wife or something like that. I don't, I don't know how that was going to match up. But like, I remember when I did the Batman Beyond movie that I was working, like I fan wrote basically, is that, I don't know if you guys remember from the cartoon, the villain Spellbinder, he was like that red and black suit dude had like a squirrel on his face and he would like put up illusions yeah. over like terry and everything like that so that was the bad guy that i first set up because i feel like that was going to be a good first start and basically kind of like give the illusion to like the history of batman basically when terry puts up picks up the mantle and everything so i had a whole thing worked out i gotta find that script because it's <laughs> long gone it's one of my old computers somewhere or it one makes, of my hard drives it made sense folks we promise it definitely did. I thought it was a decent film. It was like, what? I think it only had like 20 pages so far, but yeah. Maybe more. I don't remember. More than I've ever written, so good good on you, kid. I mean, maybe more. I don't fully remember. It was such a long time ago. I believe it. But again, I, I really don't know what's going to happen. Are they just going to use... It's, is, is the Flash movie even going to come out? Or are they just going to like... Dude, that's just been in limbo ever since Ezra Miller decided to go on a goddamn rampage in Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, if they're smart, they can just use that Flash movie to reset the whole universe. Honestly, I think Flashpoint would be the best way to just reset. Isn't it set up to be a Flashpoint movie? I think that's what they were trying to do. I mean, hopefully that's what... That'll be a much easier explanation to just clear the board, start all over again. I mean, if they can keep Ezra Miller out of out of jail long enough to finish this movie then yeah i think that would be the play to do but is that even confirmed for a launch year at all it's supposed to come out next year in april or i don't remember 2023 or 2024 2023 2023 in yeah. april yeah that would be your perfect 
relaunch point, but I don't know how much time they have to play with that script. Yeah, I mean, I think the movie is pretty much wrapped up now. There's just like, you know, special effects and like anything that needs to be reshot or anything like that. But I think it's pretty much done. And like I said, I don't know, sometime this week, we'll definitely find out what James Gunn plan is. And I'm pretty sure he's alluding to like a lot of early works from uh, artist Alex Ross because he keeps tweeting photos of like that Kingdom Come or like that okay. Alex Ross Justice League version. So, he's got great art, man. Yeah, he definitely has great art. Yeah. It's fantastic. I think he, I, I'm pretty sure he owns a comic book shop here in Chicago. Oh, shit. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like it is his comic book shop, but I don't know. Maybe because he's always there. They, they display his artwork and he's like, he's just always bumming around in the back. <laughs> This is my joint, kid. He's like, Alex Ross is here. Alex Ross never left. <laughs> uh, but no, they display his artwork, and he's, he's done signings there he, uh, every, I don't know, once in a while when he feels like it. But then, And I think one of the workers like mentioned it to me. It's like, yeah, this is Alex Ross comic book shop. And I'm just like, I don't know if you're fucking with me or if you're telling me the truth. But Yeah, I could see that going either way. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, again, I'm a big DC fan. I really hope that... They get this to work. I mean, I know, uh, thankfully, thankfully, the Blue Beetle movie has gotten moved from HBO Max over to a full theatrical release. Oh, tight. Yeah. Are you going <clears> to, <throat> have they even started working on that or? Oh, yeah. They're, <clears throat> I don't know how much they have left because it's coming out next year as well. Okay, cool. So, but I feel like in summer, so. I'd be excited for that one. Yeah, I'm very excited for that one. The suit looks amazing, like spot on, like tri- Ooh, pr- pretty much ripped out of the comic book pages, that suit. And I was kind of worried when like they were canceling all these HBO Max films. I was like, "Oh dear God, please don't cancel the one representation my people has." <laughs> I mean, besides Namor now, but but yeah, look up look up the suit. I think it looks great. It's a fantastic suit, and I know they're gonna include. Ooh, uh, this looks tight. Yeah, way better than my Blue Beetle suit. <laughs> hey, your Blue Beetle suit it had character, man. It had it had heart. Dude, this suit looks dope. Hell yeah, man. So it looks great. I love it. I'm glad it got pushed over to a theatrical release. And even the movie logo looks fantastic. I'm I'm in love with it. Definitely has that James Gunn feel with it. So yeah, it's it's got potential. But you know, again, until they prove me wrong, I'm just I'm not going to be excited for it, dude. Okay, the the movie poster it yeah. makes me think of the Big Bad Beetleborgs. Yeah, <laughs> I now I want that to make a comeback. Well, we'll see if that even ever comes back. Who knows. I mean, here's the deep cut. Do you remember Mystic Knights of Turgonog? No. Which one is that? <laughs> Look it up, and it might and it might just bring up some core memories for you. Mystic. Little Knights side tangent for here, folks, before we move on to our next topic. Turgonog. Oh my god, this looks like shit. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first, I guess, like Power Ranger type show made here in America, basically. So they had no original footage to copy from, so it was all shot, like, I think over in Ireland, I want to say. Not the best. It probably looks like shit now. but Oh, it looks terrible, dude. But when I was younger, I fucking loved that show. I feel like I might have had one of these guys as as an action figure. Most likely, because they were were a McDonald's toy, so. ah, I totally did then. Okay. Yeah, I I can see this guy with the the dragon armor. Yeah. That That was definitely one of mine. These guys all look fucking dopey as hell. <laughs> no, yeah, the deep cut, deep cut there. Yeah, I, I I feel it in my bones. That's how deep it cut. Oh yeah, but I guess to move on to our next topic. Um... The Transformers will return after these messages. Just gonna say, I was waiting for my in to do this, but I'm just gonna interrupt your segment for this one. All right, we'll take a break here. <laughs> <laughs> I finished my Coke, so I wanted to move on to something else to drink. All right, before we talk about gear, before we talk about Game of the Toro, we'll we'll take a quick commercial break here to <laughs> to talk about beer. Yay! Because <laughs> after last week's fucking Mountain Dew, that was trash. So I had to have a good, solid, safe beer. Ooh, that sounds good on the mic. Yeah, I enjoy that. Oh, oh, that's juicy. I like that. That's not bad. This yeah. is... You want to talk about this? This is Half Acre Hollow. Looks like it's got a stork or a seagull on it or something like that. Is it hollow or is it hallow? Hallow? Hallowed be thy name? I don't know, honestly. I just got it because it was the only one in the cooler at my uh, liquor store down the street that I hadn't tried yet. They don't carry a lot of exciting is stuff. Is this person underwater or... 
There's a person? He's, oh, it is a person. Yes. Yeah. And is this like stork bird carrying one of those sticky hands? Sticky hands? I think it's a flower, but <laughs> I don't it know. does look more like a sticky hand. It looks hand more like one of those sticky hands than it does a flower. But uh, yeah, it's good. Double IPA, 8%. Jesus. Oh, make it be burp already. Sorry, folks. But uh, it's tasty. It's simple. It's basic. Yeah, it's basic. I do like half acre a lot. They don't, they don't have too many misses. I got to say, everything they put out is at least pretty solid. Yeah. I think one of my favorites early on was like their Pony Pilsner. Just because of the name, I was like, who would who would deny a Pony Pilsner? Yeah, if you're, if you're asking for something at a bar, you want to ask for the Pony Pilsner. Hell yeah, every time. Then you have too many of those, you start listening to Pony by Genuine, Dance Party Goes, boom. Every time the song Pony by Genuine comes on, it reminds me of that one clip from American Dad. What? So, for all you American Dad fans out there... Uh, all you, you dadders... <laughs> I'm sure you. I'm sure you know exactly the scene that I'm talking about, where they're just like filming a like a I guess a music video upstairs in the attic, and they're all like dancing all over like this ottoman sofa kind of thing, and it's just it's it's fucking hilarious. Look at once we're done recording, look it up. You're gonna laugh your ass off. It just reminds me of Parks and Rec when it turns out that Genuine is uh, Red's cousin. Is Red or Donna? Well, Red is the actress, right? I think so. I forgot her character's name. Yeah, so Don Amigo. That's her name. Don Amigo. Treat yourself. Yeah. So yeah, you'll you'll see it because I know Tali hates it when the song plays on because she's like she's like I know what you think of when you hear this and I'm like it's and it's not cool and I'm like it's fucking hilarious. You can, I'll remind me after this and we'll I'll look it up. But uh, but I guess also for this beer, where where would you place this on our pantheon? <clears throat> oh man, I have to. Is I, it pantheon or Parthenon? Pantheon. Parthenon is a temple. Isn't it? point what isn't that the point no the parthenon is the building the pantheon is like the maybe they're both the same thing i'm dumb don't ask me questions <laughs> like this i don't know i'm just remembering because of saint say the but, parthenon is where you go and worship the gods yeah but i ain't worshiping any of these things but uh pantheon <laughs> uh is what you're referring to uh i don't know that's a good question i i, I had a month off of drinking so i kind of forgot what our first few were i, I can mean, guarantee you that, that voodoo ranger it's still number one in my heart because I oh, think yeah. it was tasty. I still buy that. I still buy that. And that shit has a kick. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you're trying to party on a budget, that's the one to go for. Definitely, that's the one to go for. I think after that, for me, it was Bat Squash. And... Bat Squash was really good, but it kind of did the same thing. I really liked that, that Mimosa Sour. I did and I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe maybe it's just sour beers for me. I'm just like, eh. Oh, it's I like a struggle, struggle to beer. It is kind struggle of struggle. to drink, not beer. <laughs> I, I almost brought you some whiskey today, and I was like, he's not going to like that. He's going to pour some coke in it and ruin my day. But uh, I mean, I, if if I didn't have to work tonight, I would drink the whiskey straight. My man, next time I'm getting you fucked up. When you go to the day shift. <laughs> when I go to the day shift. Getting you shift. fucked up. <laughs> um, if we ever record on a weekend, then yes. Yeah, I, one of these one of these days. We'll, we'll work on our own studio for our next uh venture once this one is yeah. gone we'll have for me i th- i think this is probably one of my new top threes it's pretty good right yeah this it, or the bat squash i feel like they're the same beer no i feel like for me it would be like uh voodoo ranger juicer then bat squash and then this one okay that's because bat squash and voodoo ranger are pretty different for me but this and voodoo Ra- or this and bat squash feel like the same really i don't i don't think so <sighs> i think the bat squash is a bit more sweeter than this yeah yeah i could see that I can see that for sure. And then did we just completely boot out the Mexican lager? I guess so. I mean, that Ah, was... rest in peace. You put up a fight for a long time, guy. It really did, but it's just like, I don't know. It, it tasted great. It just had nothing to like stand out on. Yeah, you need a little more flavor, a little more kick. Yeah, just a little bit. That's, that's why I drink the heavy stuff, because it's got flavor, and I can't taste most things, so I need flavor. Yeah. We now return to the Transformers. Back in from our commercial break here is... Boo! Diving in, folks. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio movie is out on Netflix. I've seen it, and it was such a beautiful piece of work. Dude, I just um, love stop motion, especially when it's done well. Oh, yeah. I've just seen a few clips of, like, the behind the scenes. I love... It's, like, one of my favorite things in the world is to watch stop motion animators animate. Cause oh, yeah. That's, like... Just to move a hand, it's probably, like, fucking thousands of pictures. Just to give it a, at, like, 60 frames per second. Yeah, exactly. I know because I used to do stop motion. I was motion. just going to ask. You've done stop motion before, <laughs> yeah. right? Of course you have. You've done everything, you fucking nerd. But, um. Yeah, I made two of my Gundam figures fight. Ooh. I mean, it wasn't the cleanest stop motion, but it was just. I think I did it for like a 
project over in uh in college so look at you um it was good though you liked it yeah i like that it's way better than the disney version of pinocchio on like i forgot that even had a movie yeah no it's so much better and it's like you could tell that he he definitely this 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 is a movie that's been in the works for a long time and it's just like i don't know it's just i feel like this is the story of pinocchio that should be told instead of what we get from the disney version which is what is more commonly known to everybody so and i'm also really glad that it got a theatrical release as well so if you wanted oh, to see it, it yeah, it got a theatrical release old in November, and then it was coming over to Netflix on December 9th. So it premiered on Netflix December 9th, and that's when I watched it. I kind of like that because, like, outside of the first month, you're never re- you're not really going to catch a movie, so might as well put it on a streaming service. I think that's a good model to kind of like appease both worlds. Yeah, because like the big blockbuster release is kind of going by the wayside. I feel like like there's not a whole lot of movies where I'm like I gotta see that in theaters. Oh yeah, I mean. The last, the last one that I felt that way about was, like, Top Gun, actually. Really? But that was, like, a see-in-theaters kind of movie. That was a big movie. Maybe, maybe. I think, what was, what Did you was see it for me? Top Gun? No, I have not seen it. Did you see the original? I don't think I've ever seen the original either. No? <laughs> I mean, I know of it. It's so cheesy. I love it. I know of the movie, but I don't think I've ever seen it. So, I mean... It's a good time. Do I need to see it? Because I know so much already about the movie, so... To see I, the sequel? now. But, like, to actually watch it and enjoy it, I, it's, it's a good but, little... Maybe it's a cool action movie if you just want to be a bro for a minute. Maybe I'll watch it during uh, when Tali's on Christmas break. We'll watch it together or something. Yeah, so. there you go. I like I like the idea of just like watching cheesy movies. Yeah, I mean, I think the only other movie that I am highly anticipating, like you said, for a blockbuster, is the Super Mario movie. <sighs> that movie's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I I can't get over Chris Pat's voice though. <laughs> I'll die on this hill. What the fuck is he doing? I don't know, but you don't have to worry about voice acting in this Pinocchio movie because it is top notch. Yeah, yeah, good. It's so great. Chris Pratt finally delivered. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have a uh, Ewan McGregor actually. Is Pinocchio? No, I think he is Geppetto. Yes. Ah, who's Pinocchio? I don't remember. I think it's some young kid. Some young kid. I don't know. It's like you know. I, I didn't really look at the cast much because I was just like. Busy over the weekend because I was like doing photo shoots for Tally School's fundraiser. Excuse me, Mister Busy Man. Why was I looking up Elijah Cuthbert? Because <laughs> she's amazing. That's why. Pinocchio. So yeah, bear with us while we look up Pinocchio over here. It's okay. Good thing this man can edit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Do you forget this sometimes, you fucking knob? No, but I just like to be. Oh, Ewan just... McGregor is Jiminy Cricket. Oh, oh that's, that's what it was, not Geppetto. Yeah. Gregory Man. Who is Gregory Mann? This is the only thing he is in. Yeah, there we go. That's not true. He's in some other stuff. He's. This is his third thing. But I guess this is his first big project, probably. Wow. Yeah, there's not even pictures of him that I. David can Bradley. That's who Geppetto was. Oh, that's who he is. It's the. What's his name? He was Walter Frey and uh, yeah. Argus Filch. In uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, that's what was. I'm just like I was just like. <gasps> Pinocchio's a ginger. Let's go. <laughs> we gotta win, folks. I mean, he doesn't seem pretty red in the film. I mean, he's he's made entirely of wood. Like you could tell, he's definitely a wooden boy. He doesn't have like the human-like features or anything like that. Well, yeah, he's a puppet. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much about the movie. It's definitely for me. It's definitely like a nine out of ten for me. What is there to spoil? Everyone knows the story of Pinocchio. I mean, yeah, point. I guess everyone does know the story of Pinocchio. But oh, like, Ron Perlman's in it. Ron Perlman's popping up a lot lately. He really has been. Love Ron Perlman. He's never not cool. Yeah, so definitely check out the movie. It's such a great film. Uh, support, you know, animators, stop motion. Also, it's a Guillermo del Toro work, so definitely got to show up for that. Hell yeah. But, Man, this guest is crazy. Oh, Tom Kinney's in it? Well, maybe maybe that's why it sounded familiar, because he does have a distinct voice. Yeah, it's hard to hear Tom Kenny and not think spongebob <laughs> yeah but i know i mean i wasn't really paying much attention to the cast i was just like i think that's that's what it was about the movie it just it captured me to the point where i was just like i was enjoying myself and i wasn't thinking about like oh where have i heard this person before or who's this person yeah everyone in this movie this this cast is absolute banger i love Guillermo del toro he's just a jolly fucking dude yeah he really is he's he's, he's just like an elf who gets to make movies for a <laughs> i mean he him. made pacific rim too so yeah that's another one that got absolutely torched by its sequels yeah unfortunately and then the show on netflix is no better either so yeah it's great starting concept and then just yeah. oh well oh well indeed but either way Ooh, go check out guillermo del toro in charge of a gundam movie i mean that'd be what that'd be great 
That'd be fun. That would be fun. I'd pay money to see that. I mean, I would go to a theater to see that. Folks. I mean, Netflix is working on the Gundam movie, so we'll, we'll see. Fucking, what we'll isn't Netflix working on at this point? <laughs> God damn! Didn't they? Didn't somebody announce a live action My Hero Academia movie? Yeah, and I and I said like just cancel it. Kill it with fire <laughs> now! Zero people want that. Nobody. wants Absolutely that. nobody wants that. I do not need to see that grape headed motherfucker in real life, and I do not need creepy ass people going on about Ochaka in a live action form. I don't yeah. need this in my life. Yeah, definitely not. So. I hope I hope it doesn't get off the production uh, floor. So. Kill it with fire! Not even Cowboy Bebop could save an, uh, live action anime re- uh, adaptations. Yeah, just, just let it die. Let it die, folks. But yeah, either way, go go check out Pinocchio. I mean, I know I I keep <laughs> saying this. I, I, I went to go rant for a little bit, <laughs> and, no, then I, and then I segued my rant into a different rant. No, that's that's totally fine. But to bring it back, uh, go check out Pinocchio. It's such a great film. It's available on Netflix. So if you're if you have an account, check it out great movie way better than the disney version that's for sure is it a tearjerker heartfelt or yeah definitely yeah. heartfelt but it's a good heartfelt i mean is there bad heartfelts i don't know maybe yeah we'll see i don't know what's that one movie sophie's choice okay yeah well played sir well played indeed <laughs> But moving on here to the next topic, I think this is a big topic, I guess we could say, is uh, where do you stand with AI art? Is it really art? And can it really replace artists and their work? <sighs> no, it's not art because no one made it. I agree except with Except for you. the AI. Right. Because uh, I'm not going to credit a computer for making art. I'm not going to say right. anything it generated is art. But then again, like if you look, if I saw it and you didn't tell me it was AI generated, I'd be like, wow, what a great art piece. I don't know. Maybe I feel like you can tell what is AI art because a lot of it, yeah, because like they got like blurry hands. Or yeah, they can't like draw hands. Doubles. They're like they have troubles with the eyes yeah, and just like, faces look horrifying. Yeah, the face. Well, like at first look, the face looks pretty good, but like, you can tell like the, the way they light it up is not natural because you have like one lighting source coming in from one way and another one coming in from yeah. another way. But uh, as for replacing real artists, yeah, dude, I could see it happening. I mean. People don't want to like like companies that like stock photos or just like general artwork and stuff like that. They can just generate art from a program rather than paying an actual artist that's going to take time to make that piece or something like that. I yeah, can definitely see it replacing a lot of artists. But the thing is, like, in order for them to generate that photograph, they have to take in stock images from a certain artist's work. Yeah, but that's all like a PR company wants to do, anyways. They say. We want a piece and we want it to kind of feel like this or look like this. They can just upload the thing they want it to look and feel like and spit out their content. Okay, so if that does work, I feel like if they do do that, then they should, whatever artist that work that they're using, they should still get paid for that because they're using their work as reference. Ah, see, that would be an interesting wrinkle. That would be one way to at least monetize artists' work and stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely think they should do, do that. Do I think it's going to happen? Oh, fuck hell no. no. That's fucking, fuck no, it's not going to happen. In a perfect world, though, yeah, I want credit yeah. to go where credit's due. Yeah, definitely, because like, if you're using, like, say, one of my brother's work, uh, if you haven't seen my brother's work, go check him out at Filthy Rich. Filthy at Rich? Filthy, filthy.rich on Instagram. We love it. Good stuff. Uh, if they use, like, his work to create some AIPs, I definitely think he should be credited for it because that's where it took the inspiration and yeah. how, so... It definitely does work. For me, I'm definitely not a fan of it. I think this is just an evolved form of NFT, the NFT issue. And I, and I also hope it crashes and burns. I, I don't see it going anywhere, though. I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's, I guess it's up to the public and for the artists to unite against this. Because, like I said, AI uses other artists' work to come up with the image. While you do have to set some presets, you aren't really creating anything, like you said, because the software is doing all this work. And it's just creating the work based off someone else's. So I find it funny when AI artists call themselves artists because like, no, you you didn't. (laughs) You wrote, you wrote a sentence and it generated something. Yeah. It's just like you, you didn't do anything. You're like the idea man who gets credit for the group getting an A, even though you didn't actually show up to anything except for the last day project. Yeah. Like, and it, I found it one, I found it this very hilarious when this one AI artist was like tweeting, it's like, oh, oh, someone ripped off his work or something like (laughs) that. Good. And I was just like, I'm like, what work? I'm like, what did you How do? How can you rip off nothing? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, you didn't do shit. 
And also, I have been seeing a lot of people post portraits of themselves of AI art. I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, and th- even worse, like they paid money for it. Oh, you have to pay for these? Yeah, I don't know how much you have to pay, but I'm just like... I can't imagine it's a lot. Maybe it's not a lot, because if, if a lot of people are doing it, it's probably definitely like a couple yeah. dollars or something like that. Yeah, because I've seen... But even then, it's some like... Some people do it who I'm pretty sure don't have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but even then, it's just like this AI software program is is known to have taken work from other artists without their permission. So it's just like, uh, it's technically stealing. Yeah. So I think this app is already under fire for that. And two, it's like, okay, clearly you, you're willing to pay for art. So why not pay the artist for this portrait? Because they don't want to pay an artist's wage. They want to pay a couple of bucks. But it's like, you don't realize how much hard work goes in goes into making these portraits like it's they do time. which is why they want to avoid it it's just i don't know maybe they do maybe they feel like maybe i mean maybe some people do understand that and other people they just think it's like oh it's just a picture why would i pay this much for a picture it's like you're paying for the time the training um what else the coloring shading like yeah. all these different techniques that all these artists have to learn like that unique artist vision yeah like that you can't recreate elsewhere yeah definitely see that's what i'm saying like <clears throat> as a whole i don't see ai replacing artists art and the human creative soul will always live on in some way, shape, or form. I, I hope that is true, and I believe that it is. Whereas a company or a corporation or like a PR firm or advertiser or something like that, I could definitely see them using this as a way to get cheap labor that is quick and effective. Like, they don't need it to be anything. I don't need fucking Picasso to paint me two polar bears drinking a Coke on the beach or something like that. You can just plug that into a machine, get it for five bucks. That's it. I mean, mean, I'm all for it if the artist can unite and like get be like, okay, if you're using our work, we want royalties. Yeah, I think monetization and credit is really important for actual artists. But like, how do you know they used your art? Because every artist is influenced by another artist. I could, I mean, Rich does anime. Yeah. You could say he's been influenced by anyone else. Is he going to have to start paying credit to every anime creator he's ever watched? Like, I, I think that's an interesting concept, but I think it's also because his work is much distinctively different than other anime. Obviously, all anime have this one aesthetic. Yeah. But then his is a little bit different because I guess his has more, I guess he takes experience from his own personal upbringing and everything else. And then it just, I don't know. Yeah. But- I could. I mean, I could tell my brother's work apart from another Anime artists. Well. Yeah, of course you can, but you can't deny that it's influenced by other artists in some way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you're going to go down that kind of a slippery slope, then is it, like, only AI has to start paying for it? And, again, oh, I definitely think it's how AI, do you that's enforce sure. that? Like, how do you know that, like, your work was used to influence this image that it generated? I guess my concept would be, like, creating a database for your work, and if it's pulled from that database, you get a cut. That That's a whole project, my guy. I don't... I don't See I mean, obviously, that off, it's probably not going to happen because this is not a perfect world. So, I mean, I agree with you though that like if it does get, like an artist's work does get used, they deserve credit or monetization or anything like that. Even just credit, because yeah. I mean, like the art of plagiarism and everything like that. Like, I've seen a billion TikTok stories with every song or like a stand-up special dubbed over whatever bullshit act they're doing or something like that. And if I don't see that comedian or artist credit, I get pissed off. Because I'm like, fucking Dimitri Martin needs to know that his joke was used or something like that. <laughs> but then also, like, do they care? Their work is public domain once it's out there, essentially. Unless I mean, it's, yeah, like, it's a true. specifically copyrighted thing. I don't know. Unless you put, like, a, what is it? Like a watermark or something like, like that. What, what What's that one comedian that stole jokes? Pa- uh, Carlos Mencia. Yes, that guy. I don't know what how he stole the jokes, but I'm just like, oh, man, that's kind of low, but... He straight up just stole openers jokes and he, you know, just got material from like open micers and stuff like that and just passed it as his own. Wow. I remember he even had his own show like on uh, Comedy Central. Mind of Yeah. It was good. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, I was like, how much did you steal to get that there show? There was a time in our lives where DTD was a fucking insult and everyone knew what it meant. And we were just <laughs> okay with that. Oh my God. That guy was a step away from being a Borat joke. Yeah, he definitely was. But I guess to continue with the AI art is like uh, Hayao Miyazaki and even Guillermo del Toro have called AI art an insult to life itself. Uh, art is more than just ink on the paper. It's the expression of human emotion and embodiment of feeling that the artist has in that moment in time. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, if if you're gonna pay for artwork, you're getting that artist's vision, which you can't duplicate with AI. You can get close, and like to the untrained eye, myself included, I'm a fucking dumb dumb, but like. You know, we're not always going to see the difference, but people who really do appreciate it and will pay that top dollar fee for, like, an actual one-of-a-kind created piece, like, they'll see that difference and stuff like that. That, Which is why I say that you'll never get rid of artists in society. Cause oh, definitely, because when we go to C2E2, I definitely, I don't even haggle for the prices when it comes to Artist Alley. I'm just like, Whoa, Dude, what? I feel bad when they give me a deal. I want to give them more money. Yeah, I mean, when they gave me a deal, it's like, yeah, I highly appreciate it, but it's just like, look, man, that's like, I'm going to buy regardless if you give me a deal or not because I really like your art. Yeah, like, that is my main draw for C2E2 is Artist Alley because I just love seeing what they come up with. Yeah, but I also like the last, my last bullet point here for, uh, AIR is that with technology like this, it's just as Miyazaki has also said before, is humanity is definitely losing faith in themselves. Uh, that's what he said. And I feel like we definitely feel we are incapable of making this kind of work and minimizing our potential here. Uh, next, we're going to want AI to basically be our imagination. It's just like, no, it's like we shouldn't do that. It's like, obviously, we're all cap- anyone's capable of drawing. Anyone's cre- capable of creating art. Does everyone have the same talent? No. Since there's gonna, there's going to be some people who definitely have better talent than others. Yeah, I can't draw for shit. <laughs> but when it comes to art, it's just basically repetitive. It's just being repetitive with it, keep working on it, keep practicing, and then you'll you'll definitely be able to draw something eventually. But Kev, I could just type a sentence and make art. No, I mean, I don't even think it's that easy to create AI art. So It will be at some point in our very near future. Yeah, but then it's, it's just, it just seems a little lifeless. To me, like all AI art looks pretty much almost the same yeah and it just came out yeah. give it five years man this shit's gonna blow your mind and i nah. hate it because i mean there's, there's there's even a video where these two these two ai artists basically presented their work to miyazaki and this dude was just not happy about it. it's just like why why it's i like, saw that he's like what the fuck is this yeah he's like, he's like why <laughs> this is a monstrosity yeah he's just like why would i want this yeah so um, as long as we have people like that standing up for it, I hope AI art diminishes the same way with NFTs are. Because I remember early, everybody was on, on the NFT craze. And I'm just like, it's so fucking stupid. Dude, a bunch of people are getting sued for their like, like Jimmy Fallon is one of the people getting sued. Like a lot of celebrities are getting sued because they're quote unquote like peddling the board yacht, board ape yacht club images or something like that. What do you mean like peddling? I don't know. What? Like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't read it. I kind of jump in the gun on this point I'm making here. But uh, apparently some people are filing lawsuits against a lot of famous people who have, like, mentioned or showed support for their, like, or, like, bought into and talked about oh. their, like, getting into the NFT scene and stuff like that. So people followed suit and lost a bunch of money. Well, that's on them. What the fuck does the <clears throat> famous people have to do with it? <laughs> hey, man, any chance to sue Jimmy Fallon? After he made Taxi? Fuck that. <laughs> oh, man, that was a great film, though. Bro, the, have you have you rewatched the opening scene lately? I have not. I haven't seen that movie. Because since. you just have someone on a bike doing like all kinds of crazy BMX shenanigans, and then they do a really bad cowboy switch jump cut, and it's fucking Queen Latifah taking off the helmet, and you're like, "There's no way that person was that person." Oh, I think I've seen a clip of that on Twitter, and I'm just like, "Yeah, it's, that, it's so funny." Yeah, no, it's it's pretty bad. But what I was think rom com he was in Jimmy Fallon. What Fever Pitch? Fever Pitch. That's a good movie. Yeah, you know that's actually based off a, an Arsenal fan story. A word? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's definitely based off an Arsenal fan story about his love for the team Arsenal. But they adapted it here for America for his love for the <laughs> so Red Sox. They just made it the Red Sox because it's been a while since Arsenal won one. Not too long. We'll, we'll get there. But what, I believe in the gum. Uh, what was I going to say? Damn, I had another idea in my mind. Fuck, I think I definitely forgot it. Is it going to come back to me? Hold on. Uh, it'll come to you. I believe it'll, pro- you. it'll probably come to me, but I really can't. Fuck, what was it? Come on, you believed in me the other day. I believe in you now. <laughs> You're gonna remember this. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, my guy. Oh, uh, with uh, it was with Seth Green and his NFT work. Uh, someone hacked into his account and stole his board ape NFT. But tied to that NFT was like the rights to an animated project for the board ape cartoon. What? Yeah, apparently he was working on making like a board ape cartoon, and like someone stole that NFT. And because whoever holds the NFT holds the rights to all of it, so basically it was legally his. 
Because all the so it is like full on finders keepers losers yeah, weepers ba- mentality yeah basically here. basically because that's that's all it is if you if you hold the blockchain you own the rights to the NFT oh it doesn't matter God. if someone else bought it so he D Luffy that situation yeah so that's the other thing about NFTs which I hate it. I'm just like yeah someone can just straight up steal your shit or even just NFTs worst enemy it's like Isn't right the click whole save point of the NFT to be super secure. Yeah, but I don't think any of them ever accounted to, like I said earlier, right-click, <laughs> People <save>. fucking trying. <laughs> yeah, people trying and just, again, right-click, save image as. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be the boomer in the audience. I don't care. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. That's probably why NFTs are pretty much crashed and burned and on their way out, so... Watch them be our future currency for all I fucking know. I, I highly doubt it. I don't it. get it, man. I, I highly I doubt it. I feel like the man on the front porch yelling at the kids for being rambunctious. <laughs> And I'm keeping that frisbee too. Don't you think I'm not? Moving on here. Uh, the Video Game Awards took place last week. Which was just a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> it was a whole lot of stuff. Uh, Elden Ring takes home the big prize with Game of the Year. Fantastic. Uh, there was a lot of good contestants in that category with Xenoblade Chronicles 3, mm-hmm. which was one of my favorite games. Uh, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, what was it called? Forbidden For- West. Forbidden West, yeah. And also in that category, I forgot. There was another one, but I can't remember. I think it just accidentally erased the notes. I was going to say, I'm looking at the notes in the shared folder right now, and you just stopped thinking. Yeah, I think I think I erased it in accident, but it's okay. There was another There game, was And another. it was a potential con- like contender, but it's, we'll never know now. Yeah, it, it was definitely going to be tough to be Elden Ring, so... Yeah, that game just had everything, like all the hype surrounding it. And what's funny is it's it's just a Souls game. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't know. A lot that of people... game can win Game of the Year any year it comes out, just because it's got the formula figured out. Yeah, and then was it Arcane Le- Arcane League of Legends won Best Adaptation over Sonic Two, which to me feels like a robbery. I mean, Arcane Arcane League of Legends was such a great show on Netflix, but Sonic the Hedgehog Two, the movie, my God, that was for me that was like one of the best video game movies ever. Dude, Arcane was outrageous are yeah. you kidding me i that's that's the best thing period i have seen in like 10 years it was really good but i, I loved I, arcane i did it was too. awesome and i don't even fucking like league of legends yeah but i feel like for a movie i feel like sonic should have won maybe this is me being i guess i'm being a little bit sonic biased. 2 was great i'm being a little bit biased but i just wish it won i'm not saying arcane was bad i just i just wish sonic the hedgehog super i think arcane was fucking revolutionary that all hand painted cells man that thing was insane yeah it was insane like i said it's, it's definitely it's definitely the best way to intake the leo legends lore better than playing the game that's for yeah, sure. i'm not playing that goddamn <laughs> cesspool of a game fuck out of here uh but i guess also what was definitely a robbery to me it was xenoblade chronicles 3 losing out on best uh music seriously bro did you see flute guy yeah go into town they in i i will i am so they lost to what god of war 3 right yeah god of war 3 i'm just like for, for best music yeah are you kidding me that's a robbery Mon- monolith right yes monolith, monolith studio. studios invented their own instruments <laughs> so that they could play i'm not even kidding that yeah, flute i know that the I, guy is yeah like they invented their own instruments so that they could have an entirely unique sound to them and it is and it's amazing and it's symphonic and beautiful and everything like that i don't even fucking like these games that much but their soundtracks are bangers if, oh, I'm, playing, yeah. if I'm playing smash bros i'm putting on a xenoblade track Oh, hell yeah. I'll tell you what. It makes every Wait, battle... Are you seem... not a fan of Xenoblade? What the hell? It's a fine. I've only played the first one. It's It gets boring. It's a big world. It's not filled with a whole lot. Yeah, you got to play the second one. The second one is where it's just like, oof. Titties. I know. I get it. I'll play it eventually. But <laughs> the fact that they could go through all of this, make their own instruments, the most commitment I've ever heard of in my entire life, and still lose to God of War, which, granted, I have not played God of War either. I'm sure the music's great yeah but they have such a they have a such a shorter soundtrack and it's just like i don't know to that's me, what i'm saying how did they lose i i think it's just recency bias at this point it, like it's the newer game so it's got more attention on it maybe it could be it but still it's just like for me it's just like god it's like xenoblade always has fucking bangers because like, i saw a lot always. of people i saw a lot of people tweeting they're like oh if i want to win a game award i just need to release it a month before the game awards because it's apparently that's all it takes because yeah they i i'm not saying they didn't deserve to win but Xenoblade deserved to win. <laughs> oh, no, they definitely deserved to win. Xenoblade definitely deserved to win. Nothing to take away from the God of War team, but, like, 
the Xenoblade team, they took it up a notch. Like you said, they invented their own instrument in order to capture the sound. Flute guy went crazy. Yeah, he definitely did. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, do a quick Google search for Flute Guy Game Awards. <laughs> this man is playing his goddamn heart out oh, yeah. on this weird-ass tuba-looking flute. It's so strange. It's very, it's very alien It's like instrument. a U-shaped flute. It's yeah. so cool. And they fucking made that. I don't know. For I, you to shit all over. It's it it was straight up robbery. They definitely deserve to win that. And for any of you, please check out Xenoblade Chronicles. One, two, and three, all phenomenal games. One's fine. Don't take his word for it. Take One's me. fine. Nah. If you like RPGs, JRPGs, I should say. I hate definitely. Shulk. Every time he speaks, I wish I would turn I <laughs> would just turn off the game. But yeah, definitely check out the games. Phenomenal games. Two definitely takes it up a level. Three I I've just started playing because I just recently got it, so definitely, okay. definitely. Okay. That's a, that, and that tells you just how good the music is because I just started playing and I'm just like, damn, just just bang your soundtrack. Shit goes hard. Uh, talking about Christmas movies. Christmas movies, yay! You forgot to bring it up earlier. Yeah, I did. Look at you. See, yeah. I believed in you, and you're remembering everything right now. No, yeah, it's just because uh, I think when I was editing. Tali heard like a snippet we were talking about Christmas movie and she's like a Christmas movie is defined by it being centered around the theme of Christmas and Christmas Day and I'm like okay that's an interesting point centered around Christmas Day Christmas Day or the theme of Christmas okay so Home Alone right not really centered around Christmas but the theme of Christmas is ongoing so then because I think they're going to like Paris for the holidays okay so then and then the I, whole, I, I have to bring it up. Die Hard. It's centered around Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, and I th- and I think I explained it. But it's not Christmas themed. Yeah, but she's and she was asking me. It's like, what is the point of, what is the plot of Die Hard? I was like, I think he's trying to go home for Christmas Day because he's separated from his wife. No, he's there to visit his separated or, yeah. wife. Yeah, I think he's there. Yeah, I think, but he's there for the holidays. It's for the Christmas party. Yeah, it's for the Christmas party, all that stuff. So, like, I guess. So, Christmas movie? Yeah, I think just like we said earlier, just by the skin of its teeth. It makes the cut, folks! Just barely. Just, just barely. John McClane lives to fight another day. Watch out for Die Hard 7, uh, Die Harder on Kwanzaa. I don't know, man. There's too many of those movies. (laughs) Uh, another question that we have, because I posted this on our story. I like, love our polls. Guys, please respond to our polls. I love getting your feedback on this. Yeah. Me and Ked have a lot of debates to settle, so I'm really <laughs> going to rely on you guys. So we have one question here. I asked, it's like, tell us, what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? And then the user-friendly podcast responded to, not enough people believing in Santa, so they need to get people to believe in Santa. <laughs> I'd be hard to argue against that being a Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, that definitely does make a Christmas movie. And I feel like there's definitely plenty of movies like that. What is like Miracle on 34th Street, mm-hmm. uh, which I just recently watched for the first time. <laughs> it's classic. Um, I didn't know there were so many different versions of it. I think I watched the most recent one with like, is it David Attenborough or Richard Attenborough? Like, the guy from Jurassic Park. The I'm, old man. I'm, I'm blanking. I don't know. But I believe you. He looks Santa-ish. Yeah. So I guess yeah, there's definitely movies like that. Obviously, the Santa Claus, one and two, hell yeah, have Classic. to deal with people believing in Santa. Fred Claus. I haven't seen Fred Claus. You're not missing much, my <laughs> guy. <laughs> there, there was a point where no studio could say no to Vince Vaughn, so he just was in movies. He he basically went on his like Adam Sandler arc. Ah, it was a good time. Well, I thought Fred Claus was with uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, Paul Giamatti and Fred is his brother. Uh, yeah, Paul Giamatti is Santa, and Fred is his like brother, who's like, "Oh, my brother gets all the attention." <laughs> it's like, can you believe it? Oh, is your is like your brother a doctor or a lawyer? He's fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> that was a movie that they made, and we ate that shit up. Oh boy. But I guess yeah, for Christmas movies that I've watched so far, I have watched obviously the Santa Claus one and two, boom, boom. Uh, classics, the, the ultimate Christmas present, the that Disney Channel original movie. It's like a weather making machine. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a fun one. Yeah, that's a fun one. Approved. Uh, what else have I watched? Uh, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie, I'll Make It Home for Christmas, or I'll Be Home for Christmas, I think it was. Man, those Thomas brothers. He has a brother? No, I'm thinking of. Wait. Think about yeah. JTT, no. Home Improvement Kid. Yeah, because one of them, the brother on Full House. 
There was like three Thomas brothers. I don't know. I think you're thinking of the Lawrence brothers. Lawrence brothers. <sighs> so bad. So, yeah, I watched his movie, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Great movie, actually. That was my first time watching it, too, and I'm like, oh, my God. You got you guys got to watch that. It's on Disney Plus as well. Classic. Got to love him. Uh, obviously, America on 34th Street. Good movie. I mean, I mean, it's a good movie, but I feel like nothing spectacular about it for me. Well, you watched the remake or the original? I said I, I think I watched the remake probably because this is like 94 version. Oh, yeah. The original is the classic one. Clarence. Okay. I want to live, Clarence. <laughs> uh, but what else have I watched? Oh, started watching uh, Nicktoon specials with Tali. Uh, we watched the Hey Arnold Christmas special. Nice. Yeah, and then she... Dude, was, Hey Arnold, underrated-ass show. That show it, is amazing. Yeah, it's a very underrated show, but... I wouldn't hate seeing that make a comeback. I don't know. Like, we were watching it, and then she was just like, is this the Vietnam War? And I'm like, yeah, this is the Vietnam War. They're showing in a kid's cartoon. <laughs> yeah, old Nick went hard. Yeah, and then fuck. and then she was asking me, she's like, what happens to the daughter? She's like, I need to know what happens to the daughter. And I was like, you'll see, you'll see. And she's like, no, does she live? I was like, is she alive? And I'm just like, yeah, she's, she's alive. Like, don't worry, she's not dead. You never know, man. Damn, I got to rewatch Harold, man. Yeah, it's such a great show, actually. That's a banger show. Stoop kid afraid to leave his stoop. Aren't we all, guys? <laughs> We're all a little stoop kids sometimes. You just got to get up and get off that stoop. Definitely. I had a really good therapy session. So I'm very <laughs> positive. I'm just saying. Oh, boy. Uh, but I think maybe, what else have I watched? Oh, I watched, was it that Jennifer Garner movie that also takes place on Christmas Day, which is, I guess, her action movie called Peppermint. What? None of those words went together in my brain. Jennifer Garner Jennifer Garner has an awesome. action Electra. Christmas movie called She's... Peppermint. What? Yeah. None of these words you said make sense. Yeah, there's. There, it's like her own version of fucking Die Hard, I guess you could say. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for you because I, I want you to go watch this movie. It's Peppermint, people. Go watch it. Jennifer Garner. From 2018? Yeah. This is modern? I don't think I knew this was a Christmas movie. It definitely is a Christmas movie. I think I saw it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I never watched it. Riley North is her name? Oh, get out of town. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. It got a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Folks. Oh, my God. I'm watching this this week. This sounds awful. Uh, I've also been watching, I think tomorrow premieres the last episode of the Santa Clauses of the Tim Allen Santa Claus series TV Still show. Still liking that one? Yeah, it's really good. I like it a lot. Okay. Method Man is in Peppermint? Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> like I said, I just watch this movie. You're going to be like blown away. I can't wait to watch this trash. And then the other movie I watched was The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. It's an animated movie from 2000. It's a really good movie about the history of Santa Claus. I used to watch it all the time on Cartoon Network, actually. Huh. I don't. And I'm ringing a bell. I don't know, maybe look it up. Maybe cool. you will. You went, you went pretty off script this year. I like this. Yeah. You're not doing like the old boring shit. Yeah, I've been down here. I'm definitely not going to do Hallmark movies. <laughs> Absolutely not. What else did I watch? Uh, there's a couple more, I think. My God, you're such a busy bee. Uh, oh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but the Jim Carrey version. Oh, you need to. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I got to watch the classic version, which is the animated one, so... I, yeah. I think I just found out that it's on Peacock, so definitely gotta hey, check it out. Hey, I wanna see your Peacock. How did she get away with that song? I don't know. How did she get away with that song? Absolutely outrageous. Katy Perry, you wild. I don't know, but I guess our last topic here for the day is... Oh, we got more. Yeah, it's our last one, and is that for all of our Chicago listeners here, is the Lab 21 here is holding a Super Smash Bros. tournament. Oh, hey, yeah, I do know this one. Yeah. We're holding on a Super Smash Bros. tournament uh, over here at over here at our studio. Uh, Twenty five dollar entry free. Uh, grand oh, you decided on twenty five. Ooh, this is high stakes. Yeah, high stakes. Are I we think. doing first, second, third, or are we just doing winner take all? Oh, uh, winner take all. I think what we're dividing it up. Uh, maybe I think first place is going to take like two hundred fifty. That's not bad, folks. Yeah, you want to sign up for this? The two hundred fifty dollar grand prize. Um, just gonna be foods, drinks, all that stuff. Well, let's see how many people we get. If we get more than we expect, maybe we'll we'll change the prize pool. Yeah, but we'll probably hell change yeah. The, sign yeah. up. I'm I'm making uh, trophies for it, so yeah, that's my contribution. I'll probably help set up the bracket and run the run the show as well. Uh, are we gonna commentate? Are we gonna are we gonna record? I mean, that's, this? I'm, I don't know. Like, how would we commentate? Like, cause like we have that large buzzing transformer sound out on the main floor and not in here in this room so that's gonna be a tricky one. Oh, we can set up a monitor in here so that the announcers can watch here 
and announce as the players play. Guys, all right, we're going to figure this one out. People do it all the time. Let me yeah. dig through my resources and figure out how we can make this happen. But I mean, I'm sure we can make it happen. But, yeah, we're holding a Smash Bros. tournament. Yeah, come on out. Settle it in Smash. Yeah. Uh, Kedia and I are talking about who's going to win of the two of us. So come at the Kings. See if you can t- challenge our throne. And uh, can you beat the hosts? That's going to be a fun one. So challenge is gone. Gauntlet is thrown down. Gloves have been gently slapped across the face. <laughs> it's pistols at dawn, folks, but we're going to settle it and smash instead. Yeah. But I guess, you know, that's all we have here for our Christmas episode. So, again, once again, appreciate all of you guys for listening. I Love- ranted a lot for the fact that it was a Christmas episode. Yeah, well, it's also episode 13, so it's the unlucky 13. True. Hey, it's, I love 13. Lucky 13. Uh, if you don't see this posted, you know why. <laughs> we somehow got cursed. Maybe. But, again, we do appreciate all of you listening. Dude, curses at Christmas, and we literally have a Jack Skellington nightmare before Christmas. Oh, my God. It's all coming together, folks. It is all coming together. We definitely do have a Jack Skellington plush over here. Um, If we had video, you guys would be able to see it, but we're still working on the video aspect of this. We'll get there. Believe in us, folks. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. But, once again, appreciate all of you guys for listening. I hope you're all having a happy holiday with your families and enjoying some time off. Uh, This comes out. Four days before Christmas, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I think that's when the Wednesday is, the 21st. So, happy holidays. Hope you get some good gifts. Once again, we're your host over here. I'm Keddy. You can find me over at uh, GeekNight90 on Instagram and Twitter, and also on YouTube. I forget all my socials at this point, but love you guys. All right. And remember, always have, your, have a damn good one. <laughs>